Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Refuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Aravimita ben Shoshana, Shaul ben Britta, and Lior Gabai ben Michael. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Leah Mincha Basiak of Yosef, Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerchimel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Vayeshev, Coat of Armor. Our Parsha begins with Yaakov Avinu settling down in Hebron with his four wives and many children. The Pasuk writes that Yaakov loved Yosef, the firstborn of his wife Rachel, more than the rest. He even made him a unique colored coat to signify his fondness and signify his love. At night, Yosef would dream of his brothers bowing down to him, and he told them about his dreams and their part in it. Yosef's persistent nagging infuriated his brothers and caused him to be hated with a vengeance. Once Yosef's brothers were attending their sheep and Yaakov told Yosef to see how his brothers were doing. When the brothers saw Yosef approaching, they were enraged by his presence and decided to kill him. Reuven, their firstborn, implored them not to kill him and instead throw him in a pit nearby. His plan was to return there later and save Yosef. But when Yosef arrived, his brothers immediately took off his special and unique coat and threw him into a pit. Yehuda then sold him to a caravan heading down to Egypt. That caravan sold him to Paitifar, Pari's chief butcher. And meanwhile, the brothers dipped Yosef's coat into animal blood and brought it to Yaakov and told him that Yosef was eaten and stolen away by a wild beast. When Yaakov heard the news, he ripped his clothing in mourning and began to cry for his most beloved son, Yosef. And even when his sons or daughters tried to comfort him, he ignored them and refused to be comforted. However, a question comes to mind. The Torah tells us of the beautiful and unique coat that Yaakov made for his most beloved son, Yosef. The coat was called Ketonis Pasim and loosely translated as a full-sleeved robe. It was made from multiple colors of fine wool. But immediately following, the Torah clearly states that the brothers despised and detested Yosef because of the extra attention their father gave him. So why did Yaakov make Yosef a Ketonis Pasim, a coat, and instigate hatred between his children? What was Yaakov's intention behind making Yosef a coat? The Rabbeinu Bachayr of Bachi ibn Usher, a Spanish commentary, gives a very rational explanation. He comments that the coat was not the instigator of hatred and jealousy between the brothers, rather Yosef's dreams. As previously mentioned, Yosef had two vivid dreams which depicted his rulership over his brothers. Yosef was not shy in sharing those dreams in immense detail even with his father Yaakov. The Rabbeinu Bachai explains that Ketonis Pasim, that the coat was not the root cause of the animosity between the brothers, rather the visions that Yosef had of dominance and rule, especially when their father entertained and listened to Yosef's so-called fantasies and did not shut them down. But the Rabbeinu Bachai continues. He quotes the Talmud in Shabbos that Yaakov made a serious mistake by giving extra love and showing extra love to Yosef. And therefore the Talmud concludes, that a father should not treat his sons differently so as to not stoke hatred and animosity between them. However, Rashi Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. 
he writes that the word Pasim, spelled Pei Samach Yud Mem, is an acronym for the test, for the challenges that Yosef would face throughout his entire life. The first letter, Pei, refers to the person, Potiphar, and the test that he would encounter, that Yosef would have while working for him. The following three letters refer to the three caravans that Yosef was sold to, Schorim, Ishmaelim, and Midianim. Yosef was first sold by his brothers to a group of Arabs. They in turn sold Yosef to a group of merchants passing by, and they, the group of merchants, eventually sold him to a group of Midianites heading down to Egypt. It is important to note that although the Torah does not write about the merchants, the Medjush Rabbah includes the merchant's caravan when detailing Yosef's journey down to Egypt. Rashi explains that Yaakov made Yosef a special coat to hint at the many tests and challenges that he would singularly face. While his other sons faced challenges, none came close to the struggles that Yosef would experience. And therefore, Yaakov created a beautiful and unique coat to represent Yosef's challenges and Yosef's tests. The super commentary on Rashi, the Sif Sechachamim, explains what Rashi is really saying. They write that the coat was not just a representation of his challenges, but a shield to protect him while experiencing those challenges. Yaakov Avinu made a spiritual shield to safeguard Yosef throughout his many years of isolation and separation. So when Yosef faced a test and he faced a challenge, this extra protection helped him prevail and succeed beyond all expectations. This coat, writes the Sifzei Chachamim, was not the root cause of his brother's hatred, but one of the many reasons he overcame his challenges that he experienced. The Sifzei Chachamim's powerful explanation on the purpose and reason of the Ketonis Pasim is ever more relevant as we begin Hanukkah, the festival of light. The purpose of lighting the menorah is not to give physical illumination, but rather spiritual energy and strength. To supply us the power to supersede the immense darkness of this world and see the godly light that is shining bright. The true story of Hanukkah is not about defeating the Romans in battle, in war, but rather overcoming the charm and the attraction of their philosophy and lighting the menorah, the godly light, in the temple once again. In our daily life, it is imperative to realize that we are witnessing the decay of our society today. From the lack of morals and principles to the degradation of family values, the future of our world seems gloomy and bleak. But the Torah is our shield from that decline. It guides us and shows us the path in a world filled of misdirection and distractions. The mitzvahs we do is our armor that defends us from the outside influence and outside control. They are a barrier and buffer between the wickedness that surrounds us and those who wish to destroy us. There's a powerful quote about the story of Hanukkah. The story of Hanukkah is about a small candle that gave a little light but led to another candle and another and ultimately illuminated the world. Have a great weekend and a happy Hanukkah. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.